0: Welcome back, everybody, to today's episode of Mistakes Were Made This Weekend.
1: How's it going, Joey? Pretty good. What about you?
0: Oh, man. We've been better, but we're going to power through. What's good?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I do have one quick gambling story I wanted to share. <laughs> oh, brother. So UFC fight night last night. Oh, I thought you were going a different direction. Go ahead. No, so I cooked up a parlay of six fights. Yeah. I had, like, two, like, plus 200 underdogs, and then a, a couple, like, the biggest favorite was, like, minus 250, and then it was, like, minus 150. Yeah. So, I check in, because um, we have people over, so I, w- I wasn't necessarily watching them, but I put it on, like, in the background. So, after the first four fights, I was 4-0, and this was, like, I would call it, like, 20 bucks when win, like, 500. Okay. So, the last two fights, uh it was Demir Ismagulov versus Grant Dawson. Good and work
0: on that, by the way. <laughs> Ismagulov.
1: Yeah. So, so when I was... um Making the bet slip, I was like, oh, Demir Ismagulov. Like, one, I love that name. I remember last time after I watched him fight, I just kept saying, Ismagulov. Ismagulov. Cool.
2: Ismagulov. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, from the last fight I watched him, I was like, oh, yeah, he was like the uh, bald guy with, like, cannons for arms. Like, I remember I remember this guy. Okay. So, the fight's on in the background. It, it, it shows up. They're introducing him, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's supposed to be bald. He has, like, a buzz cut. Okay. I was like, oh, maybe he just, uh, maybe, you know, he just grew out his hair a little bit and then they show like his hi- some of the highlights and they show the fight that i had thought i had bet on him from from yeah. the, his last fight yeah, and it yeah. was the other guy that i thought i i was no betting on. yeah and then he got his ass kicked for 15 no. straight minutes yeah oh. and then and then the last leg of the fight sean strickland beat beat up the other guy pretty good so it was like it was like the only reason i bet on him was because i thought he was the other guy from the last <laughs> time i had watched him fight no <laughs> it's an all-time fuck up hey
0: uh did a lot of the uh, dogs win yesterday? I got a couple bet like requests, and I, as soon as I was placing bets, motherfuckers were texting me like, "Oh, brother, I hope you didn't place that." <laughs> the, yeah, there was a
1: couple uh, like the one guy who I think was fighting on short notice was like plus 250, 265 He ended up winning. There's another oh. one that was like plus two hundred. There's a couple dogs. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's my favorite part about betting UFC, man. It sucks when all the favorite win, and it, it's never like. That's the other thing. You, you just can't fall into the trap of F it. I'll bet all five favorites on the main card. You can't do that because one of them will lose. Right. Even on the best night, one of them will lose. It's still it, it always feels like the freest money and it's always like plus <laughs> 500. But right. Uh, no, that's the fun part of a bet in UFC is like I never want to bet the favorites ever. And if I do, I'm looking for finishes. I'm looking for. Rounds, You know, something to boost the odds a little bit.
1: Or if I'm betting them, it's in a parlay. Yeah, the parlay. Like I'm, ta- I'm taking, like, the t- like my three favorite favorites that I like. But that's what I'm saying. I know. Now, I know. Now,
0: if you want to do three, that's fine. I'm just saying, I get caught in the trap sometimes. Like, how the hell is Amanda Nunez and Adesanya and Sean O'Malley going to lose tonight?
1: Well, Sean O'Malley, yeah. You, you get but what yeah, I'm saying. I, know, I get what you're that, saying. That's not even saying. a real
0: card. But it's just, I oh i i feel like i'm not even that bad at ufc either like i do okay and then there's the odd night where it's like dog 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 and i get crushed but that's also part of the fun
1: i'd be if i had just bet on each of the fighters that i bet on straight up i would have been up but it's because i just, just do a bunch of parlays that i get down but anyway i don't we could talk about ufc did you for... uh did
0: you have any other bets this weekend you wanted to talk about any other <laughs> no
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll, i since you brought it up i'll uh, yeah so I was at the gym yesterday You're morning. You're
0: sicko for this. This is the sickest, most <laughs> disgusting thing I've heard. <laughs> it
1: was like, and I, I should have been aware of like the context because we were at the gym at like 10:30, maybe 11, and uh to finish out my workout I was on the treadmill and I look up at one of the TVs and they were airing the USFL championship. And the it was what? The USFL football the USFL? league championship. Okay, yeah. okay. And it was um, Birmingham versus. Philadelphia are who are the mascots for those teams? I have no idea. Okay. I okay. don't even know the team names. Yeah, yeah yeah. But yeah. yeah, And it was like ten to three, and the team that was favored like just punted the ball back to the underdogs. And I was like, oh like who's the underdog? Uh uh Pittsburgh. Or I wh- thought you said it was Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the team that started with a p <laughs> So I logged into DraftKings and uh I first of all I have to go to All Sports and then scroll down to football yeah. and find the, it like that's the worst. Yeah so I scroll down and find it and uh it, they were like plus 265 so I was like oh okay like they're only down a touchdown it's, it. it's the second quarter Friday so.
0: morning at, at what 10 or This is yeah, this is yesterday this was yeah, Saturday. Saturday Saturday so morning at 10 a.m. So I put
1: 15 bucks plus 265 and then immediately after I bet it I like the game's still up there and it's like oh starts at 8 p.m. the night I was like oh shit like this game, I don't know if it was a rerun from last yeah, year yeah, or early in yeah. the year or whatever. Another yeah. pl- whatever it was, I know what you mean. They were airing it, and last I should have been aware because they. Why would they play the game at ten thirty?
0: Like, I mean, it is the USFL. Who I, knows? That's kind of why I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't, like you second, didn't think about it too much. Guess yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, like. <laughs> and obviously that didn't cash. No, I. No. <laughs> you sick fuck. I know. You ratty bastard. I betting on you. Now, who am I to judge? I've placed more questionable, bet, more questionable bets than that. Actually, my favorite thing to do, and I'm thinking, so I got a couple weddings coming up this year, and I I don't know how this is going to go, but one thing I want to do is whatever table I'm sitting at, I want to put together a little sheet of, like, oddball bets on, like, random things to occur during the night. So, like, is Patrick going to make it happen? I like it. Plus 700. Uh How many drinks will, will Bingy have over under nine? You know, a little shit like that.
1: Oh, dude, I've definitely done that before.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's just something to a little spice it up. Have a little fun with it. For sure. You just, the, the key with that is you have to leave out the bride and groom. Now, obviously we we're going to one wedding together. And then a couple weeks later, I got another one. Yeah. We Um, could definitely
1: do one on Shane's.
0: Yeah. We could do that on Shane's again. You just got to leave out Shane and Bridget. You don't want that fucking, you don't want that smoke for sure. Um, but, dude, while we're on the topic, I, I've spoken to you a little bit. I got a fucking wedding on the same day as the Michigan-Michigan State game. Now, I thought that was bad enough. Twitter has had a field day this week reminding me that that might be the best weekend in college football all year.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw, I know the tweet you're talking about. Dog,
0: I saw, like, that tweet happened where they put up the schedule and it's, like, 20 high-flying games. And then Barstool, was like, posted a whole blog about it. It just made me feel like a dog. And I <laughs> I sent the one to my buddy. Uh, that's getting married that day. I just sent in a group chat I have with him. Like the, the tweet is like, if you're getting married on October 21st, no, you aren't, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. and I, ju- I just sent it in the group chat. He's like, ha, 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 we'll have so much to bet on that day. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I'm like, ha, 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 I hope you don't care that we're going to set up a command station at the dinner table. <laughs> oh. I like it. But anyway. So.
1: Today's artist was actually kind of a request, kind of just an idea from one of our listeners. Shout out Jake, uh, big Kesha to, fan. Listens to every episode, and and uh, we're sitting around the fire, and he's like, "Hey, like you guys are just doing artists that you really really love. Like you should do someone that you probably will hate, like like Kesha or someone." So uh, I thought about it for a little bit, and I was like, "Yeah, like uh, for something different. Like I don't, re- I'm not familiar with Kesha's work outside of like the songs I've heard on the radio." Uh, So that's why we kind of did this. But the joke is on Jake because I actually enjoyed a lot more of Kesha's catalog than I thought I would.
0: I think I'm going to get exposed today. This is a big we're getting exposed today day. Because Kesha, she's kind of known for being this like gen pop queen. She's got bangers and she's also got some like in this, I'll call it the second half of her catalog. She's got some really like just... I don't want to call them deep cuts either, but no, some of them, some of them are. She's got different stuff that
1: you just wouldn't like. I would have never known Kesha did country she, music. She, could, yeah, that was when when, when we get to, when we get to the album, I'll say it again. But she could have put out a, a full on country album if she wanted to. I mean, we'll talk about it, but Rainbow kind of is like a half country album. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's back, a mix of like country, a little bit of
0: there's some rock songs in there. There's a little bit of the pop stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean she got freaking Dolly Parton to feature on she got Dolly Parton. Yeah. she got
0: she yeah she's got some cool features on there. Sturgill Simpson's a good one. That's another artist we should do at some point. But anyways,
1: yeah. So yeah, so Kesha uh, actually two time Grammy nominee, um, one for Rainbow and then one for Praying, which is a song off of Rainbow. Rainbow yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't win either of them, but two time Grammy nominated, billions of streams, billions of YouTube views. Uh, it's Kesha. So before we get into it, I want to, I wanted to. I was thinking of this like twenty minutes ago, and I wanted to bring this up to you. Bring out the whiteboard. Oh, I actually this is different than that. Yeah. But I was thinking of the artists that we've done so far, the Mount Rushmore of weirdos. Like Kesha is for sure all time weirdo. Last week, Jack, Jack White, White. all time weirdo. All-time Kurt weirdo. Cobain huge weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Who's the fourth?
0: Oh brother, let's see. Shine down, Foo. Oh, Dave Grohl's a weirdo.
1: Yeah, but different from the other I know, three. I know what you
0: mean, but let me let me think about it a little bit. So, Foo Fighters, Lincoln Park,
1: S.T.P. S.T.P. Dreamers. Scott Weiland's a weirdo. Yeah, I th- I was thinking he could be a a candidate for that. Dreamers. John Mayer is kind jo- of a weirdo. John
0: Mayer, John Mayer, that's it's, the one. He's just
1: kind of a douche, though. He's not really a weirdo.
0: I guess. I, I'll I'll stick with Dave Grohl, man. He's the least. He's If you showed me a picture of him and I didn't know who he was and you said, what does this guy do? I would say he fucking drives around in a refurbished VW van around the country with his girlfriend. And they just like they do like body painting in the fucking like Utah mountains or something.
1: Yeah. So I've got some fun facts about Kesha that just speaks to how weird she is. Uh, Well, some of them are some of them are just fun facts, but like. So I guess she got her career started by featuring in Flo Rida's Right Round, and she didn't get a single royalty or anything Jesus off doing that Christ. song, which is, sucks for her because that was a hit. Yeah. Uh. Oh, okay. Here. All right. So first fun fact about her being a complete weirdo. In 2011, Kesha asked her fans to send her their teeth, and later she received enough to make a bra, headdress, and some jewelry.
0: That's like Lady Gaga-esque weirdo. That's another one. I honestly, I – When you told me we were doing Kesha today, I almost texted it back. Can we please do Lady Gaga instead? (laughs) But, yeah, same level of weird. Yeah, so. I don't know. Actually, Lady Lady Gaga is is uniquely just the strangest person.
1: Right. Uh, So Kesha also used to wear a necklace from Mother Mater with a little bit of crush-up placenta in it.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Dude, I've heard this before. I didn't. That is the grossest thing people do. The Kardashians have talked about this where they eat the placenta. It's Fucking
1: disgusting. <laughs> like that one South Park episode where they made fun of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, Kesha has a lower lip tattoo that says, suck it.
0: Oh, that's whatever. At the height
1: of her glitter obsession, Kesha was spending a few thousand every month to say sparkly on hey, glitter. Yo. Uh She broke into Prince's house to leave her demo there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome. That's actually just <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: awesome. That is really cool. She scored a near perfect uh, fifteen hundred on her SATs and has a reported IQ of over one forty. So yeah, she—I don't think she's a dummy. Yeah, that makes no, sense. no, of course not. And this—I don't know—I don't even know if this one was real, but the other ones, because the other ones were real, I had to include it. Cash is one of a tiny minority of babies born with a tail. No fucking way! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Well, I guess you could edit this out, but right, Rainbow, she's standing facing away from the camera, naked. So if she had a tail, well, I, that's when you're born with it. They they remove it. No fucking way. Yeah, dude. That's even possible. I didn't know that was even possible. Yeah, it probably just give it a little. Uh... If you could have one, if you could have like a tail or like something like that, like, would you want like claws or like uh, I don't know? Is there any like Bro, No, nobody has claws. I don't know, but like if if you could have like one animal feature, would you want like anything like a tail or cl- like a tail would be pretty cool. No, you wouldn't I want just, a tail. I just want to be normal. Uh, I don't know. A tail would be pretty fun. <laughs> Not claws. I don't want claws. I uh, Maybe I want like uh, like green, like green, but like like reptilian green eyes. That'd be kind of fire.
1: Yeah, that, that could be cool. OK, I
0: don't know. I just I just brought that kind of up out of the blue. Think about it a little bit. Kind of fire. For sure. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have anything else before we get into Animal?
0: Nah, fuck it, man. Let's go.
1: Okay, so like I said, she gets started featuring on Flo Rida's Right Round, which is a huge hit, blows up, and then from there, she releases Animal in 2010, uh, which at this point, she chose the track list for this album, over 200 songs that she recorded over the previous seven years, so like, she, she's she been in the music her whole life, right? So sh- And she's got all these songs already, and she just kind of, you know picked and choose some to put on the album which is crazy that's fucking wild 200 without making a fucking album and so she she's 36 now at the so she was uh, like mid-20s at her time so animal comes out 2010 that's so she's 23 when this animal came out she already had over 200 songs recorded which is crazy that's fucking insane dude to not like how do you record 200
0: albums without being like you know what the album's going out right now how well, it's not,
1: it's not having, like, the... The the, the, the deal, I get it. But. Back in 2010, it, yeah, you probably couldn't self... I mean, you could, but not as prevalent. No, it wouldn't be as prevalent it, it, as today. We, we
0: talked about it before. It's not like you can just go out and be, like, this indie guy or indie girl and, and have the success that she did. Because Animal comes out, and right away, she's a fucking... I wouldn't call her a megastar, but damn near.
1: Right. So this album went three times platinum. The album opens with Your Love Is My Drug, which is a banger. Wow, and... And it sets the tone for what let's call it the first
0: three albums are kind of going to be she the first half of her catalog is kind of what i said earlier when i called her like a dgen pop queen she's this like raucous rowdy woman that just kind of does whatever the fuck she wants living out in la and uh your love my is my drug is kind of this like It feels a bit taboo to like throw it out there that quickly. But the first song on the first album, your love is my drug. Like, yeah, I'm doing drugs. But like, not really. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. I mean, this song is
1: about loving someone so much that it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I I, like the fact that you put the the drug reference on the title right right, right right right. there, it kind of just sets the tone for what this is going to be. But it's a high tempo, glitzy, synthy pop song.
1: Yeah. I don't care what people say. The rush is worth the price I pay. I get so high when you're with me. But crash and crave when you leave. Uh, and she actually co-wrote this song with her mom oh that's cool so like her, that. her mom helped her write or you know co-write a lot of yeah. songs throughout her catalog and uh she grew up without a father so her mom's mm-hmm. huge in her life but i thought that was pretty cool like writing a hit song with your mom
0: yeah, yeah yeah no this is this is one of her best songs for sure
1: for sure yep and then the second track off of animal her biggest song to date for obvious reason Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Grab my glasses. I'm out the door. I'm going to hit the city. Before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack because when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. TikTok. Iconic. Iconic. It's this, like, kind of mid-tempo,
0: again, another pop hit, but it's got this thick drum that's just hitting throughout, and it just it sets a great tone on top of her vocals. And what I wanted to say on the last song, too, she – some artists get a little bit, like – they, they use the, the auto-tune on the vocals, and it doesn't always hit. Like, who's the rapper? Uh, T-Pain. The T-Pain. That's so overdone. I've never really been a big fan of T-Pain. Same. Her auto-tune, however, is fantastic. And yeah. Say what you want. It, it, it's altering your vocals. It's making them sound better. That's what a fucking engineer does. Every artist. When you go see any artist, li- almost any artist, you go see them live, they sound different than they do in person. Or uh, not every artist. I'd it's it's say it's 50/50. and and also even when you see them live, there's still engineers dubbing the vocals and the music, whatever. But you get my point. It doesn't. Whatever you think of her using auto tune to help her voice, she's got a fantastic voice stand alone from the rest of it. Agreed. The auto tune cranks it up to ten, dog.
1: Yeah, her her auto, I, that's a good point. Her auto tune is definitely one of the best. It's in, so in so good, memory. so good,
0: and she's got this like kind of like buzz to her voice. Like, ah-ha. That like, I don't know, it just it, it fits right in with this persona she's building at this time of like a, the, what I mentioned earlier. And if it, it, it just fits perfectly,
1: it's truly, truly great line from this song. Before I leave or uh, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack, like just that alone, just even that phrase, not D-gen. even the whole line. It's just D-gen. It's
0: great. I love it.
1: And so this song for me. I mean, for us, too, we're close to the same age. Like, this came out when we were in I was beginning of high school. You would have been a little bit school, younger. Middle school, I but think, yeah. Th- this song was played. You could turn on the radio and flip between three stations, and you'd hear this song on one of the oh, three stations. Oh, dude, it
0: was a like, mega hit.
1: Yeah. That's why I said
0: borderline mega star because this first album, she just goes nuts.
1: Yeah, and so this song sold 12.8 million digital copies, which at the time, well, now I think it was sixth best in digital history, but at the time it was number one. Like, just to give you some context. Yeah, and and that's
0: pre, I mean, you had Apple Music, but, like, Apple Music was when you're still buying song by song, album by album. This is pre the, like, streaming days of music. Yeah. So that's still pretty fucking crazy.
1: Ain't got a care in the world, but got plenty of beer. Ain't got no money in my pocket, but I'm already here. And now (laughs) the dudes are lining up because they hear we got Swagger, but we kick them to the curb unless they look like Mick Jagger. I
0: always kind of feel weird when I, so I, I got, like, my party playlist that I use just when I'm out doing things. And uh, I always kind of feel weird when I throw cash on. But this is definitely a song I have on the party playlist. And I'm like, well, I hope
1: this hits. Because it's a fucking... The song always f- hits. It's nuts, the song dude. song always hits.
0: Agreed. Total. Love it. Love it. Love it.
1: Yeah. So this song was inspired by her experience of waking up surrounded by a beautiful woman after a long night of partying. I wanted to write a song from her. I wanted to write a song that was like, yeah, I'm broke and don't know if I can pay rent, but we're living tonight. So that was the last thing I'll say on TikTok. Yeah. Great track. And... The next track is almost... It's not as great, but it's... it's pretty good. It's classic. Take it off. Uh, so this song was inspired for her by a drag bar she went to in New York City. But this is just another... You throw it on the party playlist, and you're not going to get any complaints. No, and another one. It's got that same beat as the last one where I was talking about the thick drums. The kick
0: drum is so heavy on this. So, like, it sets such a great tone for this. But again, it's this high-tuned, synthy, big pop song. Love Like... This would be Britney Spears at her prime, but it's Kesha, and her voice is so much better. She goes through <laughs> a wild range. Yeah. yeah like, the energy in the chorus is fantastic.
1: Right. When she just hits the, take it off, take it off, over and over again. Yep. Yeah. So uh, next two songs are just all right for me. Kiss and Tell and Stephen, uh, or Stefan, depending on how you want to pronounce yeah, it. It's
0: Steven. She says Stephen in the song.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so... One of the songs is about uh, her getting cheated on. The other one's about a, a crushy head on a dude. Nothing nothing crazy here.
0: Yeah, Kiss and Tell is like this bubblegum poppy kind of song. Uh, I would say it feels a little generic. It's not crazy, but it's good. Um, Steven, eh, a little bit lower energy. Super, super synthy. Uh, good background vocals, but not something I go back to. No. Uh,
1: the next song, though, Blah, 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 featuring 303. Which, favorite artist let's let's just take a little aside right here 303 Detour. like was a prime example of uh yeah if popularizing you a sound that was like coming up at the time but that sounds like if you go back to it 10 years later is cringy. you're like what is this like this is exactly cringy i uh
0: i i found myself having a similar thought the other day i was driving around and i was listening to santana and uh santana's got a song with chad kroger from nickelback and i was like
1: that's a good song I
0: love it. It's But it's weird how, like, the the life, the story of Nickelback is wild. Like, when I was in middle school, Nickelback was cool. And then when I got to high school, probably, it was right around the time, there was one year Nickelback played Thanksgiving Day for either the Lions or the Cowboys. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't, it was probably mid-2010s, early 2010s. Are you sure you're not
1: thinking of Creed doing the Cowboys no, 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 back no. in?
0: That's a fantastic performance, don't doubt that. No, Nickelback put out a dog shit album after pur- after burning It to the Ground. And Nickelback got this like like if you told people you liked Nickelback, you might as well have just like
1: walked around the street naked. It's funny, too, because it evolved to to even today where it's just like even if you don't know Nickelback, you know that you're supposed to hate them. But but, but
0: I feel like it's come full circle now where like it's got this kind of cult following where like even even like like kind of just whatever people are like oh yeah Nickelback's fun I like Nickelback or like my favorite is when I'm out hanging out like party and whatever and girls are like oh my god you're playing Nickelback ah, I love photograph
1: <laughs> it's funny when we go to a couple times we'll go to the bar and I, uh we've I've been in the bar I think you're there and Pat our friend Pat has played like worth of Nickelback, big Nickelback jukebox (laughs) song at one time. (laughs) Uh, Before we left uh, a couple months ago, we were at this bar in Rochester and I had put like 10 bucks in the jukebox and I still had like $5 in credits and I was like, you know, screw it. And I played five straight rock stars and then we left. (laughs) I I was going to say that's like Pat's favorite move is as
0: you're leaving the bar, just play five or seven of the same song in a row just to fuck with people. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's, it's a rip movie. off
1: of uh, John Mulaney's got a bit. The Salt and Pepper Diner. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it on YouTube. That's one of my all time favorite stand up stories. I
0: just watched his latest. I, I, I wasn't super familiar with John Mulaney, but I got bored the other night and I watched his latest stand up uh, like special on Netflix. He's he's quick, man. Like for sure. Uh, let's let's not get too far off the beat. But John Mulaney's cool.
1: I was going to say we transitioned there from 303 to something else to, to- Nickelback. To John, John to John Mulaney, bar, to John Mulaney. <laughs> so uh, coming full circle, I guess. Yeah, back to, back to the
0: regularly scheduled programming. So
1: blah blah blah, featuring three hundred three. This is another banger off this album.
0: Yeah, this is a banger. It's got like she's got this uh, like really really good. I love the chorus is so catchy where she just goes Bla, blah blah blah. back of my car. Yeah, no, it's super super catchy. Um, it's got like these hip-hop vibes in the verses a little bit where it's a little bit quicker, kind of. It, it just it feels that way, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I got anything else here. Just good energy, good track. Gr-
1: great line from Kesha. Don't be a little bitch with your chit-chat. Just show me where your dick's at. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the other thing. The wild part about talking about all this is none of this music is for you and me. That's the fucking craziest part about all this. Oh, I still like it. I still like it, too. I'm just saying. It feels weird being like, Oh, yeah.
1: cash is <laughs> awesome. Show me where your dick's at. Ha, 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 ha. Fair, fair, fair. All right. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, uh, next song is Hungover. So, yeah, you know, going out, having a good time, and then waking up and being like, ah, uh, does it really matter? I'm still, am I hungover? Or am I just hungover you? That's like the metaphor in yeah. the song. I like the
0: build up to the chorus here. She does like a kind of, we talked about with the Foo Fighters where they do that, not slow, but just steady, build up to the chorus, drop off a cliff, steady, build up. She does a good job with that here on the uh, building up to the chorus. Other than that, it's just this like drummy, synthy pop song. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Next one we could probably skip over, Party at a Rich Dude House. This is honestly like a little uncomfy.
0: I don't know. I don't like this song.
1: I don't either. Although she does have a good line. I'm pissing in the Dom Perignon. Oh, I gotcha. That's the line. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I was like where's the <laughs> where's the finish to that one uh yeah i don't know it's just like kind of low sounding guitar it, it, this honestly sounds a little bit like a pink song a little <laughs> bit oh i you get that vibe
1: yeah throughout Cash's yeah. catalog there's times where i'm like oh this sounds like pink or if uh another one i was like oh if miranda lambert did this song it'd probably be a country hit or oh it sounds a little bit like taylor swift in the beginning of the song like- there's
0: another one on this album that i have the same thing going on always. okay yeah
1: yeah, so the next song, in terms of, uh, this one's just all right for me, but this got a lot of s- streams and plays and and radio hits, uh, Backstabber.
0: Yeah, I feel like, th- so this has a really catchy chorus where she's like, you're such a backstabber. Um, I don't know. The horns are really cool on this song. That's what I do like is the horns on this song. High-tuned horns, like kind of throughout. Um, I kind of like it. But yeah, I, I feel like I've heard the song. I, like, I feel like the the instrumental has been used for commercials and stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. So a backstory in this song, it's actually about a friend who stole her car. So Kesha said, "If you're gonna steal my car, you deserve deserve to have your name in a pop song, and I'm gonna talk <laughs> shit on you." <laughs> Which again, it just goes back. Kesha's just this wild, crazy, like trade free, deal,
0: free spirit. But uh, yeah, you get my car, <laughs> I get a back- hip hop song. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The next two tracks don't really stand out to me too much. I don't know about you. Oh, Blind. We we
1: have to talk about Blind. We can skip. Okay. Blind. Dinosaur is... is truly terrible we have to talk about how bad this song yeah. is yeah
0: another one i felt uncomfy
1: about this is so at the time she's 23 and who knows when she wrote this song but she's just singing about some old dude hitting on her and she goes yeah a d-i-n-o-s-a-u-r a dinosaur you're a dinosaur and o-l-d-m-a-n you're just an old man
0: yeah it's just like really cringy kind of like bubblegum pop again
1: hitting on me what you need a cat scan oh, it's just yeah. it's just I, uh this is one where like this is just trash
0: yeah i will i this is bottom five for sure i was oh a big fan. for sure i i i get it it kind of fits her at this time anyways i just I. Oh God! It's, I don't. I've it's almost funny how either. bad it is.
1: Not long till you're a senior citizen and you can start around with that sexy tank of oxygen, honey. Your toupees fall into your left side. Get up and go, bro. Oh wait, you're fossilized. Uh, hey, dinosaur, baby, you're prehistoric. Yikes! Ima- imagine this song being written about you. Ugh, <laughs> <gross>. <laughs> Some like forty-five-year-old like finance bro that's like losing his hair or whatever and tries to hit on cash gun and then he's like, oh shit. Uh, anyway, terrible yeah, songs.
0: The next song I do want to talk about a little bit. Dancing with tears in my
1: eyes. This one I
0: noted down. This sounds like pink a little bit. Okay. So you put down pink. I put down it sounds like Since You've Been Gone. Um, oh, Kelly Clarkson. It's got that kind of like low strumming in the verses and then high energy strumming in the in the chorus. Say like if you played them back to back, they sound so similar, dude. It's yeah. that same vibe. It's a really cool song.
1: This this is a good song. It's you know, uh, Getting th- even though you got something hung up on your mind, you're still getting through it, having a good time. You're trying to have a good time dancing, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. with tears in your eyes. Yeah, no, it's good. The next song is might be another bottom five one for me. Boots, uh, Boots and Boys. I, I put Forgettable.
0: Yeah. Um, it's kind of this like low, like disco poppy kind of track. Um, vocals were kind of like in the low, and then they pick up a little bit in the chorus, but it doesn't really get above much. Uh, the lyrics are kind of strange. I don't know. It's not for me.
1: Yeah, and the last song in the album is the the song of the album name Animal. This got a decent amount of streams, but I I this was super. I didn't like this one. Super forgettable for me. Yeah, I don't
0: know how to explain this because like pop doesn't really have ballads for the most part. But this is kind of ballad e a little bit. Um, it's good energy, good vocals, really good vocals here, high pace, but it still feels like ballad e just the way the chorus goes. Um. I don't know. I mean, it's not something I would skip. This is probably just middle of the catalog. You know, this is a I song. Think I think that's fair. It, it deserves to be on an album. It just doesn't stand out
1: a ton. I, I think for me, it was because it had like 80 million spot like streams. Where I was like, oh, like this. This is just super average. for yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't
0: stand out to me either. Yeah. On the deluxe version, there's two more songs. It's VIP and see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday will be on the next album. So I'll save it. Yeah. Uh, VIP kind of like a weird, trippy keyboard song um she does good work on the mic again here but it stays in a little bit of a lower level i like it but it, again anything you put on the deluxe version of an album you could basically like just kind of forget about
1: yeah it, i for sure it's a it's very rare uh, unless you're like uh, a super fan of the artist. Mo- more often than not you're gonna find yourself skipping the deluxe well
0: and that's the crazy thing right it's like so we talked about this a little bit with Shine shinedown where Down's first uh uh, the, the the
1: first album had a on the deluxe version they had first think, three
0: albums have a deluxe version I and think. they had
1: simple man on leave a whisper which was uh yeah and and there's a great good, great addition there's
0: good tracks on the deluxe version but i i would almost rather just just put out another album if you like those tracks so much yeah you know i don't
1: know so also in 2010 she releases kind of a an ep cannibal yeah it's it's got a, several songs that I think was similar to animal where she had already re- like written and uh, loosely recorded some mm-hmm, of these songs. And mm-hmm. she was just kind of piecing them together. That kind of yeah. because w- with the success of animal, I think it was just kind of like a, Hey, like let's put some more music out. Like this is, this is blowing up like way faster than we, we could got, have anticipated. We got, we
0: got 200 in the bank. Fuck it. And exactly. We've already got all these
1: songs <laughs> <laughs> ready to go. So let's, let's get to the studio before we get into cannibal. Do you want to take a regularly scheduled break? Sure. Okay. Waiting for our commercial
0: break here welcome back
1: (laughs) so the ep opens up with cannibal self-titled uh i eat boys up breakfast and lunch then when i'm thirsty i drink their blood carnival animal i am a cannibal i eat boys up you better run this song is not for me
0: it's not terrible to me i think this is just another middle of the uh of the catalog for me here it's kind of like cannibal has this like like bit vicious vibe to it and the song has a little bit of that like drippy like a kind of vicious feel to it a little bit and vicious is too strong of a word but it's the word I'm thinking of right
2: now anyways
0: yeah. um strong kick drums on this good work on the vocals um I like the build up here too it's it's fine for me it's a good track um not the, not her greatest the problem is like she has so many bangers in the first two three albums that this one will probably be forgotten by yes most. and speaking of bangers let's go right into it
1: we are who we are yeah so this one even if you don't recognize it by name, if it came on tonight, we're going hard, 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 just like the world is R, R, R and she just does that throughout like the chorus, which she actually, this is one thing I did want to bring up. She does this for a lot of her like hit songs where she'll just like, uh, enunciate like the first like syllable of the word and then like, like four or five times and then finish it off on like the sixth time. And it, it always, almost always works. I was going to say, it's probably one of those
0: like algorithmic, algorithmic things you can just do with music. Like if you're a pop star, just do that and it'll work, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, this is a really cool track. Kind of up tempo, high energy, upbeat, um, synthy pop song again. But the energy makes it stand out a little bit. This is just a really cool song.
1: Yeah. So this song's about being yourself and and Kesha said on this song, uh, there were a lot of suicides going on at that time and she wanted to inspire people to be be themselves. It's just a celebration of your own like quirks. Um She was saying about the kids that committed suicide, you know, I have no idea how these kids felt. What I'm going through is nothing compared to what they had to go through. But just know that things eventually, you know, get better for you and you need to celebrate who you are, which is. That's cool. it's, It's cool that she turned that into like a hip hop song. Yeah. And you would
0: never think that just listening to it. This song is very much like live life to the fullest vibes for sure but you see you would never know that but that's so fucking cool one other thing about this song i love the little like intro and outro uh bits on the keyboard or synth or whatever it is the do, 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 do. Yeah. it's such a classic pop beat i fucking love it
1: yeah so again this is like uh where i think uh doing kesha like going into it you're like oh yeah like surface level like it's just gonna be a bunch of pop like yeah yeah uh, and then when you kind of dig into it it's like okay like this she's a real artist she's got a good She's got a good vocal range, or at least after the first couple albums, she expands her vocal range. She expands her sound like she's just a, a, a true artist in the sense of the.
0: Well, and work. we haven't even gotten out of the pop section yet. I know. So I'm, I'm excited to get past it, but let's continue. Yeah. Next Sleazy. song.
1: I don't like this at all.
0: I I think this is pretty similar to Cannibal. I'm not as much of a fan as this song, but it's similar feel to it. Uh, drippy again. Uh, just a good mid tempo kind of hip hoppy pop song. I don't know. It's fine. It, lower half of the catalog for me, whatever.
1: Yeah. Next song is another banger, Blow. The opening of this kind of sounds like Gangnam style.
0: Oh yeah, I love what they do with the vocals. The engineer did fantastic work with her her voice here because the especially so in the chorus, she's got this like stuttered blow. Uh 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 uh, uh oh. Obviously, she can't do that. Like, she could. I just kind of did it. But, like, the engineer did fantastic work to, like, get her voice to hard cut for, like, a second and then hit back in. It's fantastic.
1: So, what they did to do that was they took, like, uh, parts of her yodeling and then just hit it with super heavy auto-tune. And that's mm. that's the product you get of that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. I This is a fun, fun, like, high energy, big sound pop song.
1: It's another throw it on the party playlist, and you will get no complaints. Absolutely. So the next song is the Herald song, uh, a cool song that's kind of more personal to Kesha.
0: Yeah, I thought the same thing. This is a little bit slower, but they still the auto tune. The auto tune is very prominent in this song. Her voice is really tuned up. Um, she's got these kind of like sweeter vocals a little bit. Uh, taps like taps into a softer side, but sweet at the same time. Um, good energy in the chorus. It's not for me. I'm not a huge fan of this song, but I can see how this is a personal song.
1: Yeah, I I'm kind of with you there. Uh, yeah. So she's like, I see your face in strangers on the street. I still say your name when I'm talking in my sleep, and in the limelight, I play it off fine. But I can't handle it when I turn off my nightlight. So yeah, even if it's not for you, it's it's cool that she's so in a, a more personal side.
0: Yeah, you don't see this much, uh, especially in the first couple, two, three. Well, the third album a little bit more, but more so in yeah yeah we get the second half of the catalog for sure. But cool. Cool for her, not cool for me.
1: Yeah, the next two songs are very eh for me. Cra- I kind of like "Crazy Beautiful Life." Um,
0: it's kind of this like mid-tempo, high-energy synth pop song again. Um, j- it's just another one of those in her catalog. It doesn't stand out necessarily, but I thought it was a good track. "Grow a Pair" is
1: weird. This is another one where it's so it's it, the lyrics are almost kind of funny because she goes, "I signed up for a man, but you're just a bitch. You should know that I love when." You should know that I love you a lot, but I just can't date a dude with a badge.
0: Yeah, it's uh, uncomfy. Uh, Yeah,
1: it's one of those ones. Obviously, we can't. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's not for us. Maybe we could relate to it if if we were uh, Sims. But (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, Uh, it's just uh, I don't know. Just a skip. Uh, Yeah. What what is
0: funny here a little bit? It's one of those things where like. Maybe it was just a funny play on words to her, but when you look at the track, it's "grow a pear," like like a pear, like a fruit. I don't think that's necessarily something to avoid. Like, it's not a it's not a publication issue. Like, you could definitely put "grow a pear" in Walmart.
1: Yeah, no, it was just a I, it's just a play on words because yeah, even just... in the song, she says, "But you cry about this and whine about that when you grow a pear." Like the correct spelling, you can call me back.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. It's just whatever. Um, and then the last track, See You Next Tuesday. Another play on words here. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I won't say it explicitly because we will probably get uh, fucking explicit stricken or something on whatever platform we're on. But, you know, spell it out a little bit. Um, mid-tune keyboard, mid-tempo. It doesn't really finish for me. I don't know. Not my favorite.
1: No, and this EP is pretty it's All not right, a it's of got good songs. it's got some
0: good hits um but yeah overall not like overly
1: enthusiastic. Right. So from there that was 2010 so 2 years in between and then she releases Warrior in 2012. Yeah, in between
0: 2010 and 2012 she put out a couple remixes or remix albums honestly of the the previous two. Um, on the remix albums she does have one original track um Me's a DJ. I don't know if you listen to it. No, I, I don't. Yeah. No, Fuck Me Means a DJ is honestly kind of a hit. Uh, well, not like a not a hit in terms of like popularity, but just it's a banger. Um, heavy, like heavy, heavy synth beat. Mid high tempo. Um, she goes from like, I often talk about where artists, uh, they go low and then high and then low and then high. This is not low and high. This is mid and high. So like the, the, the verses are kind of in this mid range and then wild energy in the chorus back to mid high energy. Kind of a cool track, kind of catch yeah. catchy, kind of catchy. But again, I don't know why you're you're throwing this on a remix album. Anyways, um, so we'll move on to Warrior 2012.
1: Yeah. So opens with the title track. Title track Warrior, which is a standout song. It's I don't
0: know if it's standout necessarily because the next track is so fucking standout. Well,
1: true, but this one's still got a lot of streams and radio play. Yeah. No, and, it's a cool uh, track. What What I think is cool about this one is she. In the chorus, she really just sings, like, warrior over and over, but it, it's really well done for only singing one word. Yeah, and she stretches out hard.
0: Warrior. Warrior, warrior oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, On and on and on. Um, high tempo, high energy, synth beat again. Good work on the vocals. And there's, like, a little keyboard solo at the end that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and this is another one where she wrote, like, hey, instead of, you know, being the victim, like, stand up for yourself and, you know, fight. Yeah, yourself. yeah, yeah. Cool message in a, in, a, in a pop song, yeah. but like you alluded to, the next song "Die Young." Whew.
0: Wow, it's a banger!
1: I again with the auto
0: tune, just so on point here. It's fantastic. Die Young, another high energy, like club banger here. Fantastic.
1: S- yeah. So, fun fact: she co-wrote this with uh nate ruiz or russ i don't know how it's pronounced but from the band fun who their biggest hit is we are you know tonight we are young young."
0: do you think that's a total sidebar here do you think that's like a karaoke song
1: yeah i could see that being a good karaoke
0: song i think that's a fun one to do with like uh when you got a group that are going up for karaoke like you got three or four people that are all going to sing at the same time (laughs) that's a fun one to do
1: for sure yeah, so she said she was inspired by that song, and that's why she wanted to write with him. And yeah. I mean, they do a s- similar message here because this song is just about, you know, living like you're going to die young and just making the most of life.
0: Yeah, we talked it already. One of those songs is just like live life to the fullest. This is the same thing. Um, but the the like the beat drop, the the like high tempo, high energy beat here is so cool. The, the drop after the chorus, after she hits die young on the vocals is fantastic. Great track.
1: Yeah, so she's like, you know, let's make the most of the night, like we're gonna die young. And then when she goes into like the verse, it's it's a good transition. And you know, young hunks taking shots, tripping down to dirty socks, music up, getting hot, kiss me, give me all you got. Like it's just, this is another classic. Yeah, you, you throw this on hit. the party playlist, and everyone's gonna be like, hey, who's on the ox? <laughs> 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 who's that? Who who's that cute bald guy?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, after that. Uh, the next song doesn't it's not good
1: so the yeah so the next song has come on this was similar to animal for me where it had like 80 or 90 million streams and i was like this song is not that good like who's who's listening to this over and over again
0: yeah it just didn't stand out to me it's like this mid hemp mid-tempo high energy synthy song again yeah yeah thinking of you a little bit different she doesn't do this often in the first three albums but there's a there's this kind of simple heavy guitar chord mixed into this song along with the synth and the beat. Uh, high energy, great work on the vocals, a little bit of this, like, rock vibe throughout. I don't know, it's just something different. I don't know if it's good or not, like, good or not. It just stood out to me a little bit, because it the first time I got that vibe. Yeah.
1: And I made a noise. i made a note to play the chorus because the chorus kicks ass yeah yeah Uh, the verse is just all right but again she has some funny lines throughout her catalog where she's like i was down for you hardcore while you were out trying to score found out you're full of it i'm over it so suck my dick (laughs) 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 which kind of back in like 2012 too would be a little bit more risque than as opposed to today yeah i guess uh not by much but no
0: but i know what you're saying there's definitely been a a shift in like um the, the public, just, like, what's okay. Yeah, just verbiage language. Yeah. And I
1: think part of it, too, because in, like, uh, interviews and stuff, like, she always says, like, and even so in, I think, a couple of her songs later on in her catalog, she's like, I'm going to say what I want. Like, I don't give a fuck if it offends you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that back in 2012 and 2010, like, she was getting some of that flack.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to put that on the radio in 2010, too. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But standout track here a little bit just in that sense of what i talked about earlier but it's cool
1: yeah Um, oh and then at the end of the song so again the song's about you know uh former boyfriend or lover whatever and she's still kind of thinking of them even though like they did them dirty and then at the end of the song she just closes out with teeny weenie (laughs) yeah
0: that's funny the next track i really really like this next track crazy kids yeah, for sure. It's got this, like, acoustic guitar throughout with a little bit of a whistle kind of, like, thrown in here and there. Uh, super, super catchy. This is a strange comparison, but I got, like, Shakira vibes here. A little bit in the verses, you know, where she's,
1: oh, like,
0: oh, throwing yeah her yeah. voice a little it's bit. A little
1: bit of the yodel in. Yeah, 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 a little yeah. bit
0: of that. Um, there's an awesome, like, beat drop from the chorus into the verse. Love it. Really, really good track. I, and this doesn't get... This doesn't get the pop, like, doesn't get the popularity probably it, it deserves compared to some of the other songs. But this is a really, really good track.
1: Yeah. So let me hit the lyrics, and I've got a good fun fact about this song. So uh, one of the lyrics I like, she goes, I'm fresher than that Gucci. Then boys, they want my coochie. I say, <laughs> nope, I'm no hoochie. Your homegirl hating, I say, hoochie. <laughs> you <laughs> don't give two fucks i came to start the ruckus and you want to party with us because we crazy motherfuckers like <laughs> just uh just great lines yeah so yeah. the story behind this song uh, the lyrics were inspired by a birthday party of Kesha's, where she described it as like a crazy night um at the end of the night she's having so much fun at like seven in the morning she was jumping up by herself on a mini trampoline going i'm having so much fun uh, so for her birthday party, she got a tattoo artist and everybody who came c- so that they could get a tattoo to remember the night. That's which fire. Is, again. Ca- That's ca- an awesome rich person move. Well, not only is it that, but an awesome like like we said at the top of the episode. A little like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it are weird. is on the Mount Rushmore of people that you would want to go party with. Oh, in- my God. Back in her. Oh heyday, Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Not now. She Again, she's like 36 now. Whatever. Yeah. Back in her heyday, I I couldn't hang. None of us could hang.
1: No, of course not. I don't know anybody
0: that could hang, honestly.
1: But, like, we talked about it a little bit two weeks ago when we did John Party. We are like, oh, he'd be a fun guy to hang yeah, out yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch it at the top of well, the list. A
0: different, that's a different hang, but it's fire. No, you're right. 100%. Yeah. Great song.
1: Yeah, so the next song, I kind of like this one, too. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan, but go ahead. Yeah, Wherever You Are. It's a song how uh, about... Well, this is from Casha. It's a song about how the love you have. Oh, let me. Uh, I'll have to chop this. So, wherever you are, it's a kind of a nostalgic song, just thinking back to time that you spent with someone and, you know, thinking like, oh, what if, uh, what if I, you know, I wish I just had more time with them or just thinking back yeah. to a fun memory.
0: Yeah, it's got this like mid tempo, high energy synthy beat, but this one just kind of didn't stand out to me. I don't know. It just felt like it was another one in the catalog. They just, it was a toss in.
1: See, I, I think this one's a little bit more personal to her. Just thinking back to it's kind of like uh, John Party's Calif- California Sunrise or yeah, yeah. Santa Cruz actually would probably be a better comparison.
0: I'll save what I just had to think. I'll save it for the end. But Okay. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. So next song is Dirty Love. It's a lot of fun. This song's a lot of fun. I don't like this one. You don't like this one? So they, they get Iggy Pop on the song here. Um, old school kind of like dude pop artist. It's this back and forth, high energy kind of guitar y, clap along, so, like something here. I thought she did really good work on the vocals. I again, I'm a sucker for the like the duo, the male female duo. I thought this was a fun track.
1: So it, yeah, it, it is kind of fun. I don't hate it, but um, I mean the song is they're basically just screaming about sex. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. You
0: really want you really want to get into the nitty gritty of what the songs are about. <laughs> oh okay, yeah you know what i mean like, so
1: iggy pops part of the song i guess was kind of it just came across as i don't know
0: it, it, it's weird for sure
1: yeah so he he goes cockroaches do it in the garbage cans rug merchants do it in afghanistan pornos produce it but wild child can do it better it's just i don't know i don't know are you
0: uh are you familiar with the b52s it kinda, no. i get that vibe a little bit love shack uh, rock lobster oh, okay yeah i get a little bit of that vibe because that's another group where they have the male and the female all the time basically but uh I don't know. Just it, it's a weird track, but I I kind of like dog the campy kind of energy here. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, and so Kesha Iggy Pop was uh, one of her like idols, so yeah. it's cool that she got to do a song with him.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a big Iggy Pop fan, but it's Me cool they brought him in and, like did it. So yeah. Next, um, next yeah. track
1: Wonderland. Eh.
0: I don't know. I mean, this is another one that's it feels personal to her. It's a slow kind of guitar piano song it's all about like reminiscing on better times
1: yeah Um, it's it this kind of reminds me of um the kids aren't all right the offspring where he circles back to like you know several childhood friends or whatever and kind of what they're doing now yeah no there's a similar vibe of like thinking back to you know your beginnings and what you used to do with some of your friends back then i feel like i've done this
0: already like five times on this episode the the yeah no or the no yeah it's such a midwestern thing to do it doesn't mean anything it's just filler (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah oh, it's brother. just a better sounding uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no 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 no. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh yeah no but uh i don't know this this one it's not for me but it, it was super personal to her it's cool
1: yeah next one i don't have anything on eh only want to dance with you I mean, yeah i don't
0: know this is kind of fun uh it's like this pop rock song mid high tempo good energy um they do the cool work with the engineer again good work laying layering her voice on this song um it's got this cool little solo at the end that i kind of like too on the guitar um it just just because it's probably one of her first like uh dives into pop rock a little bit it stood out um i think this is like upper half of the catalog maybe not her best work but good work here yeah
1: no 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 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure no <laughs> I was just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. th- the next song I is I have it labeled as decent, supernatural. I if you if you got anything on this, go for it. If not, I got a fun fact. I got
0: hard EDM vibes on this on this song. And that's something about this whole album. I I some of the songs like stick out to me just because on the first two albums or the first album, the EP, whatever you want to call it, she's definitely got EDM like bits to it. But it's I wouldn't call them EDM songs. This is an EDM song. Um, and this is right around the time where I would say EDM is crashing with pop. Um, you know, 2012, it's it's coming into the mainstream more. Um, and this is an EDM song where it's got that, like, classic build-up, 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 drop, build-up, build-up, build up, drop.
1: Yeah, and she's got a great voice for that oh, style dude, of
0: music. Dude, it's, uh, there's a couple of other artists I can think of off the top of my head that are, re- like, really good like this. Um, oh, fuck. it's it's I'm losing it right now. My bad. But uh yeah she's got a perfect voice for it yeah
1: so this song fun fact is about having sex with a ghost
0: yo so
1: again going back to kasha being super weird she said she had a personal experience with a paranormal lover and wanted to write a song about it
0: the fuck that's a wet dream baby when you're
1: touching in the dark baby when we're touching in the dark can you feel it i can hear the pounding in my heart can you feel it when you take my body to the stars i believe it boy this love is supernatural can you feel it
0: damn i want some of that ghost coochie too that'd be fire (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: all right uh, the all next track all that matters uh parentheses the beautiful life yeah just a
1: decent song about
0: how life is good yeah good vocal energy here another like solid edm track um i get that square wave vibe up down up down hard here um i don't know middle of the pack
1: yeah, same with the next song, "Love Into the Light." It's a decent song. Another another decent song. I'm not saying it's a bad song. It's a decent song about the yeah. importance of love and acceptance. She's got this like kind of cool,
0: like low, uh, like almost hollowed out drum feel to to this song uh, throughout. the The comparison I had here is like you know the drums on "In the Air Tonight." Yeah, of course. It's it's kind of that same thing here, and it's not the same beat, obviously, but it's the same drums on this song. Uh, I don't know, just it's a cool different thing here. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really, it's not a great song, not a bad song. Just yeah.
1: I, I didn't have any, I didn't prepare any notes for the bonus tracks. No, you're cool.
0: Oh, yeah, it, it's hard for me. Cause like, I just
1: go right into the bonus albums. So see, I always, I just listen to the album start to finish and I do it and then I do all my notes and then at the end I'm like, Oh, like, am I going to, there's like three bonus songs, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Let's see here. Oh, I got a I got a lot of bonus songs here. There's
1: "Last Goodbye," "Gold Transam," "Out Alive," and "Past Lives." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, four tracks here. Did you? So you didn't? Okay. Uh, I
1: I listened to them, but I don't have notes.
0: Yeah, I'll just hit a little bit. "Last Goodbye" it's kind of this like mid-tempo kick drummy song with a little acoustic guitar in there. Up-tempo cool cool vocals. "Gold Transam" uh, <laughs> "Gold Transam" is the beat that has been played since the beginning of time. It's the
1: we will we will rock you yeah
0: every dude how many if i just sat down and i'd had a group of people just hit that how many songs could you play on that beat (laughs) think about it dude uh there's a bunch if you just like next time you're just kind of like sitting through and scroll like not scrolling but you have your playlist on shuffle just think about how many songs have that beat for, for sure it's a million dude um otherwise upbeat fun track good layering she says right at the top of the song, she goes, this song makes me want to have sex. And that's the whole song is about like fucking in a car. It's, it's kind of fun. Um, out of live mid tempo, high beat, good energy. I love the beat drop out of this song. Kind of just it's really fun. Um, but again, we said last week and I, this is before I even started listening that it would be really hard to do an episode about EDM artists. And so it's hard for me to say, oh, yeah, no, this beat is this, this, that and the other. Without being like, oh yeah, it's just it's a cool song. I yeah. give this beat drop a seven out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, give the if if you're listening around, give it a listen. And yeah, anyways, uh, past lives, slower acoustic track, kind of sad, not my favorite, but it's on the it's on the extras, so whatever. Um, and so that wraps up Warrior.
1: Yeah. So, Warrior comes out in 2012 she takes a good five years before her next album rainbow, which comes out in 27 or sorry, 2017. And the reason for that was, uh, she had several struggles going on. One, she went into a treatment center for an eating disorder. Um, and then two, she had this legal battle with her former producer. I guess this guy's name is Dr. Luke, who she accused of sexual, physical, and emotional abuse. And, uh, she started fighting him like in court. I shortly back after, And um, Warrior came out, and the settlement just concluded in earlier this year, which is crazy. And uh, legal battles for almost ten years.
0: Yeah, and it also plays into her newest album, Gag Order, which is a not so subtle reference to exactly what she's been dealing with. Um, Right, because part of that settlement is she can't really talk about it
1: too much. Right. Um. So, so yeah. So there's a, a five year gap between Warrior and Rainbow. And Rainbow was, like I mentioned earlier, nominated for the Best Pop Vocal Album, uh, as well as one of the songs off this album was nominated for the Best Pop Song. She really changes her sound up in these five years. 100%. This is pop, glitzy,
0: like, drunk, sleazy Kesha is not gone, but evolved, and it's not nearly the same thing.
1: Yeah, she kind of comes, she'll bring it back for, like, a verse or a song, but... She really shows one, one her vocals. She, like, in this five year gap, she must have worked on her, her voice a, a ton. With, with I really t- don't think so. I think they just cut the auto tune a lot. Really,
0: I think I, dude, I'm telling you, I still think her voice was fantastic. In, okay, in the first three albums, and now they've just they've clear like cleaned it up a little bit, tuned down the auto tune, and you're just getting clean, unfiltered Kesha.
1: Yeah, that might be the case. I guess, so th- So that's point number one, and also, too, if you think about the time between 2012 and 2017, again, going back to the early 2010s, that's kind of when that, like, super poppy, like, autotune, that was kind of when it was at, like, its peak, so to speak. I would say from, like, the late 90s through early 2010s, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, that's kind of, like, the, not the end of it, but it's... I would p- call it the crescendo a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the first part of it, and then the second part is she changes her sound from, you know, being strictly, like pop yeah to exploring like everything yeah Yeah, a little country a little rock
0: yeah still pop you'll get pop songs in here but like some of the pop songs too are so wildly different like it's this slow kind of again like ballad type pop songs
1: yeah and i'll say so when going when i was listening through her catalog and i got to this album i was like whoa i was like pleasantly surprised so if you're a fan of you know just kesha's pop stuff i would check out rainbow and high road for sure yeah, and yeah, I agree. 100%. Even if you just skip around to the songs that we kind of talk about a little bit more in depth, like Yeah. There's a lot to find there. No,
0: I agree 100%. It's this is a really really cool album. Um so let's get right into it. Starts out with Bastards. It's a it's a country song.
1: 100%.
0: <laughs> Which is shocking. When you, when you turn on this album and you hear that, you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" But it's shocking. It's this kind of just slow acoustic country song, um kind of personal like like dealing with trauma coming around the other side like doing better uh or trying to do better at least a little bit of the electric guitar kicks in at the end it's, it's like the last 30 seconds or so they they throw up the electric
1: guitar it's a cool track yeah so she wrote this when she was in rehab for eating disorder and said it was like a promise for herself to that things would get better and uh, yeah, it's just you know, don't let the bastards get you down. Don't let the assholes wear you out. Don't let the mean girls take the crown. Don't let the scumbags screw you around. It's just a, uh, just a, again, just it, st- stand up for yourself it, and yeah.
0: A sharp, a sharp detour and, and purposeful. Um, it's cool.
1: Yeah, and like we said earlier, like if you heard this on the country radio when you heard Miranda Lambert doing it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think twice. You'd be like, oh, that's a good, good Miranda song.
0: Yeah, man. Cool, and so this this whole el- this whole album we talked about it earlier or not in the episode, but when we we're just hanging out, half of this album is just a country album.
1: I would say a good half of the songs.
0: I haven't counted it, but probably a good half of the songs are just country songs.
1: Yeah, pretty close. Welcome back. <laughs> so the next song off this album is "Let Them Talk," another song about you know doing your own thing, do whatever makes you happy, screw everyone else a one
0: second oh my notes are gone hang on
1: oh you're good you load them back up so this is one of uh kesha's personal favorite songs off the album she said it's it's just part of a running theme Uh, basically it's you know about those same bastards from the previous song that try and break you down um and just you know if you just let go and let things kind of play out and don't worry about it it's kind of that's kind
0: of a running theme about this album is like very much women's empowerment um
1: yep and
0: part of part of this album too is you already talked about the, the the issues she dealt with between this album and the last album. And she was kind of like... This is also right around the time the Me Too move, movement is, like, pretty strong. And this album is right in that vein of, like, fuck these shithead guys. Like, it, it, I'm not going to say it's, like, uh, expressly, like, Me Too, like, what the fuck. But you get very much that vibe throughout about women's empowerment. And I... I thought about i was writing notes like maybe this is feminist and i guess it is but like not feminist in like the i guess like woke like fucked up kind of way but feminist in like the women's empowerment way which is kind of cool you know i don't know
1: yeah no it's very cool and so the next song is hold Hold on
0: oh my bad my bad oh okay uh what i do like about this song so they they bring on eagles of death metal on this track yeah which it's it's not at all what it sounds these guys are just rock artists um this song has, like, a hair metal vibe almost. It's got that really high-tuned, like, like uh, high-strings guitar feel to it. They do a cool solo at the end. Great energy. I kind of really like this song.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good track. I mean... Yeah, no, facts. I definitely uh, one that I saved. All right, sorry. I didn't want to throw it around. No, Moving on. So, yeah, the next song goes off of the point that you were just making, and this is Woman, and she wrote this song uh, she actually said she was enraged about Donald Trump's you know yeah grab him in the coochie comment <laughs> uh, to paraphrase yeah. and then she said after hearing that I got in my car screaming I'm Mother. a motherfucking woman out the window <laughs> which is the course of this or part of the course of the song is I'm a motherfucking, motherfucking woman, woman. Yeah. and it's I mean it's a catchy song this one got I think 150 million streams so it's definitely a hit
0: yeah cool like upbeat uh fun track featuring the Dap King's Horns. And this, this track features the horns prominently. High, like high tuned. I don't know if it's sax or like something else, but just high like tuned horns. Cool throughout. I I kind of like this track a lot too.
1: Yeah, this one. Uh, y- you know what I did want to point out about the song that I don't like about it is at some point, I think it's at the end of the first verse, uh, right around there, she starts laughing Maybe because something did somebody did something funny in the studio, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or whatever. But she just leaves it in the recording where there's a good five seconds where she's trying to sing the last line of the verse and <laughs> she's just laughing. I'm like, just re-record it and you know, like sing it right. Like,
0: why? You know, I feel like there's been a lot of artists we've talked about already that, that do stuff like that. Where like weird yeah, things happen in the studio and
1: I don't know. This one for some reason it, I was like, yeah because she did it for like a whole like five seconds. Or it's like if it's like a second or two, it's like whatever. But mm-hmm.
0: I don't no, know. I get that um i don't have anything else on that song so let's go right to him yeah Uh, the the next few songs are a little bit lower low slow kind of ballady yeah him kicks that off it it's not my favorite song it's just kind of like quiet piano song i don't know not for me
1: i kind of had the same note where it's a decent song but maybe just not for me yeah where you know, she it, in the part of the chorus goes. She's like, this is a hymn for the hymnless, kids with no religion. Yeah, we keep on singing. Yeah, we keep on singing. But then she also does this thing where she goes, this is a hymn, hymn, hymn. And it's just, I don't know, it just feels, yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's forced yeah, it's is probably, the right word. Or well,
0: it, She's probably trying to enunciate it to make that play on words about, like, him, like a man, you know. But No, I think it. You don't think so? I don't think so. You don't so? think there's even a little bit of
1: that? I'd I'd have to go look yeah. back at the lyrics. Yeah, we'd have
0: to give it a good, another go, but I don't know. It's just something yeah. kind of
1: thought of but the next song uh, another one of her biggest songs and it's this is the one on the on first listen i was like oh it's good and then the more i listened to it i was like oh it's actually a really good song
0: yeah i like this song too again it's in that low piano ballady range and this is praying
1: i didn't yeah, say praying
0: okay. uh strange she hasn't talked about this at least i haven't noticed it in the first before this but this is the first kind of introduction of religion to her her catalog him and praying are both like religious analogies not analogies yeah illusions let's call it um but again yeah just slow low piano uh neat none of these songs the him and praying and
1: learn to let go next not for me i don't know so i really like brain and Kesha said about this song it's about coming to feel empathy for someone else even if they hurt you or you know scare you it's a song about learning to be proud of the person you are even during low moments when you feel alone uh and yeah, she just in the song she goes. I hope you're somewhere praying, praying. I hope your soul is changing, changing. I hope you find your peace, falling on your knees, praying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. It's a cool song, even if yeah,
0: I like that song better than the next song. Learn to let go. I it just I don't know. This one didn't click for me.
1: I really like the chorus on this one.
0: Yeah, kind of catchy. I get that. Um, I it's still just whatever.
1: But yeah, another another song that goes along with the theme of the album of you know yeah let go get it. get past it yeah hundred percent yeah. So Finding You, uh, this is an awesome love ballad, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: this this picks up a little bit. I was like, wow, kicking it into gear. Good energy here, kind of mid-tempo. Uh, Just a really, I like this track a lot.
1: One of my probably favorite like lines or stanzas she has in her whole catalog, <laughs> phone down, she goes, I know forever don't exist, but after this life, I'll find you in the next. So when I say forever, it's the goddamn truth. I'll keep finding, finding you yeah i'm gonna search for your love right through hell and heaven millions of years yet to come in in all dimensions i know that you'll always be my happy ending my happy ending no
0: yeah yeah yeah. no that's pretty cool
1: yeah just saying like you know i'll find after this life i'll find you in the next like it's just uh it's really powerful
0: yeah no and that's this whole album this how this album is powerful so yeah it makes sense uh rainbow up next a little bit more poppy
1: uh kind of mid high tempo upbeat here i don't know so Rainbow, she wrote, this is one of the ones she wrote when she was in rehab. Uh, she wrote it on her tiny toy keyboard that she had in rehab. She said her mother had always told her that you could tell a song was great if it could be sung against just one note and still mm. sound good. So when she started singing this one against one note at rehab, yeah. she's like, oh, I've got something here.
0: That's pretty fucking cool. I didn't know she was. Well, yeah, you talked about it a little bit, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, this is this is part of her expanding her her i don't want to call it range but i guess how do i put this like it's just so different from from the same old same old you know
1: yeah and uh one of some of the lines that i thought were pretty pretty cool was i forgot how to daydream so consumed with the wrong things but in the dark i realized this life is short and deep down i'm still a child playful eyes wide and wild i can't lose hope what's left of my heart's still made of gold
0: yeah, yeah that's a cool song so
1: yeah and again this album like in terms of songwriting and and message like it's just such a stark departure from the first two album or well album and ep yeah it's it's just cool to see like someone grows expanding a little bit which is crazy because i don't think she
0: plays any of the instruments on any of this music
1: which actually i wanted to bring this up earlier and i just remembered it now so like kasha blows up after her first album and Mm -hmm, ep where mm -hmm. it's it's all just heavy pop and, you know, I'm gonna go out and party and have a good time, whatever. And even Warrior, like part some of the songs on there are along the same vibe. It's very easy for an artist to stay in the lane where they've already garnered success and they're already huge. Like if you think of back to, you know, the early twenty tens and even a little bit earlier than that, like like Rider or Pipple. Sure. They have a thousand songs all about the same thing. They don't <laughs> okay. and, and maybe I'm wrong and maybe someone will come at me in the comments, but for me, it feels like they're just every time they write a song, it's about the same thing. And yeah. they're not showing anything about their life or the personality. So drug sex party. Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy to stay in that lane and not kind of expand. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just cool to see someone like say like, oh, I'm not going to make a billion songs about partying. Yeah. And I
0: think part of that, too, is uh, what we've already talked about a million times, but she is purposefully do de- not derailing uh, like sidestepping everything to like make a point on this album that she can do more than just what she is
1: yeah it, yeah super cool yeah but anyway the next song is hunt you down which sounds like you, you know what song this sounds like no go ahead go ahead johnny cash i was thinking the same exact thing yep yep so she you know it's funny halfway through the song she does name drop i walk the line in the song so it's it's I, it's not like one of those ones where it sounds the same. It's like she she realizes it sounds like yeah no kind of similar play. yeah yeah. It's, that, like, yeah. It's that, like, yeah.
0: it's got that like plucky old school country. you know, uh, this is a fun song. I don't know. I like again. It it's not for us, but it's a fun track. It, it's solid country like old school country, not old school, but like old school meets new school country. Um, yeah, this is cool.
1: the note I had on this was you know it's the second song in the album where it sounds like it's. I wouldn't be surprised if Miranda Lambert wrote this And it was a hit on the radio
0: No, facts, 100%
1: And, uh, yeah, I mean, the song itself She's essentially saying, like She's like, I've never hurt nobody, never buried a body Never killed no one No, no, I'm afraid to get a little crazy, baby, when I'm in love You said you had your fun But that you're done and I'm the one Just know that if you fuck around Like, I'll kill you (laughs) (laughs) I'll fucking kill
0: you And I'm just looking at it now, and I meant to mention this earlier. We already talked about it a little bit, a little bit, when we were talking about the tail conversation. This is the horniest album cover by a long shot. Very horny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is weird, too, like, considering the situation she's in. But, like, we talked about it earlier. She's just, she's kind of in this, like, ankle-deep pool, standing naked away from the, like, camera,
1: just full naked, but Wild. it's also it's like it's like a, a graphic drawing or like yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah 100% it doesn't it's not a photograph it's either computer generated or or somehow like artist rendered but right uh just a horny horny and cash already has his vibe like <laughs> oh dude i remember like the first couple albums uh, for some reason my so my sister obviously like she was into cash when she was little you know da 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 and uh, I remember like being on road trips and like my dad and his my sister's friend's dad would like get into Kesha. But it was like, oh, yeah, we love Kesha. We, we listen to Kesha. But it was a horny thing. It was horny. She's hot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this leans right into it. <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh, anyways. Yeah. Um, the next track, Boogie Feet, Eagles of Death Metal are back. I don't like this one as much.
1: This is in contention for one of their worst, one of her worst songs. Yeah,
0: she her voice is wildly like thrown here. Um, she's
1: got some lines in here that are just like so like just so stupid. Like some people, they got the big brains. They make all the computer games. Some people, they look so sexy, pop and fizzle just like a Pepsi, just so dumb.
0: Yeah, this is. Uh, she's trying something. It doesn't work, but she's trying something here. Uh, it's kind of yeah. this like odd pop rock song, um, kind of choppy. Uh, yeah it's not good it's not good
1: i don't have anything on the next one either boots This Boots. Uh, is another, another
0: country song um just kind of it this one doesn't stand out as much maybe just because she's done a few already now but i don't know this one didn't really stand out to me kind of mid-tempo mid-energy whatever It's whatever
1: yeah oh the next song is kind of cool just because she gets dolly parton to hop on the song so this is old flames and then parentheses can't hold a candle to you uh, and yeah, I mean, my notes for this were just out of nowhere. Dolly Parton from the top ropes, dog. Top ropes. This is from the from
0: the top of the like the not the billboard, but the like the the oh, what's the screen in the stadium? The fucking you know the jumbotron the, from the top of the jumbotron. Thank you. Um, yeah, I I kind of like this song. I like the back and forth with Dolly. Um, Up tempo, upbeat like country song here. It's good, not great. Um I don't know. When you get Dolly like you expect a little you you expect a banger. It's not a banger, but it's good.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a solid track.
0: Yeah. I, it, it's also weird you put Dolly down at 12 on the on the track list. True. Dolly deserves more than 12. Yeah. Do- Dolly would be another one. Okay. Side track side track. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Dolly would be a fire. I don't know I don't know what her catalog her catalog's probably massive, but That'd be a fun one to maybe just do, like, the greatest hits of.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) There was somebody we were talking about earlier, right? I I can't remember who it was, but that I thought would be fun to do, too.
0: Well, since we're on it
1: now, I had this thought
0: earlier, and I was going to save it, but Theory of a Dead Man, another one I want to do really, really bad.
1: Yeah, for sure. Oh, You're familiar with them? Okay. A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They it's, have, it's probably sim- in the same vein as Shinedown where I have, like, I don't know, a couple songs saved. But there's probably a lot more that I would enjoy. They have an
0: interesting catalog because they went solid sideways pop for, like, two years Okay. Uh, later in their catalog. And I think they're back to their, like, regular scheduled stuff now. But uh, anyways, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the next song, this is another one where I just... I don't maybe I don't understand a meta the metaphor in the song it's or I just I don't like it it's Godzilla
0: yeah this is kind of like this like slow plucky um uh, plucky but like also a little bit of piano um track about so the the song's about like bringing home a real shithead or like dating a real shithead and like this guy is kind of just a bomb. he just plays video games hangs out eats whatever he wants and like is just
1: a real piece of shit when you're like out around she says it like oh yeah so i have that what do you do or sorry what do you get when you take godzilla to meet your mom he rings the bell and she looks out the window and calls the cops i try to explain that he's mostly tame as long as there's pizza and video games
0: yeah that's that wraps it up perfectly um
1: god godzilla
0: is a stretch that's exactly like it's a very strong metaphor to call that guy godzilla is tough
1: yeah so this was a song that kesha's mom wrote this song and like whenever she wrote it kesha's like oh uh if nobody picks up this song like nobody has picked up this song i'll just do it because i like the song so much but it's i don't know this is for me this is one of of her worst songs yeah yeah, for sure uh the next song is spaceship which uh, my notes were it's not a bad song but i think it needs a little bit more fiddle or like country twang to it
0: yeah yeah you hit the nail on the head here little underwhelming um and spaceship's also a weird song or a weird name for a country song it just kind of doesn't fit uh i I get it but like i don't know like kind of low and slow here a little bit um yeah it just feels like a toss on a little bit
1: yeah so there is a cool story about this song so she was in joshua tree completely sober who goes to Joshua Tree sober? What the fuck? I thought that was like Ayahuasca Central. Well, yeah, she. Uh, that's, yeah, for sure. But she said she was looking up in the sky and she saw a bunch of spaceships. She said, I swear to God, there's like five to seven. And I don't know why I didn't like, I didn't take a picture of it. I was just staring at it. I was just sitting on a rock, and I was like, what in the hell is that? I was trying to figure it out, and then they went away, and then they came back. They came back in a different formation, and I was like, those are fucking aliens. They were spaceships. <laughs> That's why she wrote this song. Weirdo.
0: Yeah. is a wild drug, man. You ever heard about that? <laughs>
1: yeah, my boy Aaron Rodgers. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll leave the Aaron Rodgers bit aside, but like, the fact that people take a drug that purposefully makes you vomit, and then you hallucinate to like the moon, there feels like easier ways of doing that. If you're into that kind of stuff, I'm not a big hallucin- hallucinogenics guy. Shout out Matt Mason. Shout out. Uh, also, since we're since we're here,
1: Matt Mason's new track. He just dropped a single, Fire. <laughs> We've had so many asides today, but I love it. Yeah, no, the uh, what is it? Uh, uh, can't something something? Uh, I'll pull it up here in a second. But it's just, a, it's it, good, it's, good track. It's got a lot more depth than and he
0: previously like this is. I talked about it on the album, like or on the episode that he there was something lacking he just felt a little simple that track however is full of of everything it's got a few different sounds um and i'm i only listened to it once forgive me but like it just it it felt like exactly what i get happy yeah that's Um, what it was it just felt like this is what matt mason is meant to be um kind of in it's it's a pop rock song but like not like super poppy more just kind of like mid pop i guess i would say i don't know how to put that but I I was very, very excited about that track.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so anyways, yeah, get happy by Matt Mason, check it out. Back to Kesha.
1: So that closes out the album and then uh we'll take a quick break here.
0: Quick break, thank you.
1: All right, we're back. Thank you. I'm just gonna cut all these anyway, the No What You
0: You let let's let's talk about it right now. Alex texted me the other day. He's well he texted us, but he texted me before he texted us. He was like, Hey, did you see we got uh we got buttcrack sports by those Cade picks I didn't I didn't see that yeah yeah, yeah. well okay so those Cade picks we talked about last weekend fake I kind of thought they were fake and that's why I was like I don't know if these are real or not but fake buttcrack sports I'll cut it I don't care if you cut it or not because like part of the fun about this podcast like I I really don't care if I'm wrong or right I, I try to be as right as much as I can but like it is funny it is funny when I'm wrong a little bit.
1: Well, plus, who cares? Where is a music podcast. Who you're gives a about fuck? about sports
0: for five minutes. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. But uh, you you take every opportunity when I'm like, not when I say cut it, you usually cut it. But if I'm like really stupid on, on a take or two, you're like, oh, yeah, that's got to get in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're never like, oh, you know what? That was a bad take. Let's cut it.
1: Well, OK. So for this, I honestly, I don't cut. You don't cut a whole lot. The only thing I cut is like dead space. If we're yeah. like, oh, let's look this up. And yeah, it takes yeah. like 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. For I sure. don't anything we say. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe cut like three things. And like I'm yelling at you for, for a
0: problem about me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, yeah. So 2020. Is it High Road? Yeah. Sorry, so this, are... this comes
1: out in 2020. So let me just preface the album with uh, a statement. Kesha had uh, Rolling Stone expanding on the process of how making this was different from Rainbow. She said, I feel like this time around, I reconnected to the under, unrestrained joy and wildness that's always been a part of me. And in this process, I've had the most fun I've ever had making a record. I hope my fans love it as much as I love making it, and I know that I always have you all in mind. She continued, on the last record, I feel like I had to address some very serious things, and now this time around, I've reclaimed my love of life. To quote one of my favorite songs of all time, I've decided to fight for my right to party from the Beastie Boys. Oh, that's so
0: corny. That's fucking corny. Well, I, I, I know, I know, but yeah. it's... My, one of my favorite songs of all time.
1: Well, what? so she did say on, uh, I think it was Warrior, one of the big influences for the album was Beastie Boys' Licensed Ill. You fuck with Beastie Boys? Yeah, my dad used to play them growing up. Oh, it's in the CD collection that, that was. Yeah, yeah.
0: Would you ever get, like, could you see yourself being, like, a vinyl or, like, a CD
1: guy? No, because most of the time, because when I'm listening to music, it's always, like, I mean, it's usually on the go. Yeah, and if it's stationary, like I've already, I've got it plugged in my laptop. But on my keyboard, I can skip the next no, track, I feel and that. I, you I feel know, that. so it's just uh,
0: there, there is convenience to just having it on your phone or whatever. Fuck it.
1: Yeah. Now, for the aesthetics or art part of that's it, that's
0: kind of what I'm getting at. That would be cool. Yeah, that's what I want to do, man. When I, I'm, I'm coming up on buying a house here, uh, in the next years, year or so, and uh, that's like. A big part of why I got into vinyl is so I can display those records and some of that art. Like, I'm not gonna say ha- I'm not gonna say I buy the vinyl for the art, but the vinyl I buy are albums I like and I like the art um, for the most part. There's a couple exceptions, but I, I, I've really gotten into it and I haven't bought a new one in a long time now. But I wouldn't say a long time; it's been a while. But, anyways, uh, that's definitely something like I, I'm very much interested in, like album artwork gets a little bit slept on that's why i probably talk about it so much as we
1: go but i don't know man it, it's just it's a lost art yeah it definitely gets slept on in today's day and age for sure In the streaming platform is just kind of whatever but you know yeah so kesha opens high road with tonight which is that we had talked about this right before recording but she opens this song with essentially 40 45 seconds of this really nice really pretty singing and then it cuts away with uh, this guy going, bitch, we going out tonight, bitch, we going out. And then it goes back to, like, old Kesha. I was going to say, I got classic Kesha
0: vibes from this song after the first 30, 45 seconds. Um high tempo into that. It, it's kind of a little like the, the first 30 seconds or so almost have this, like, sweet kind of ballad vibe. And it's just a hard, it's almost a hard cut. Like, yeah. she pretty much stops. The track stops for, like, a couple seconds and then hits right into this. And it's, like, a big... It almost feels like kind of like a fuck you.
1: little bit. Yeah, and I, I'm not a big fan of it. I could see how some people would be. Yeah, no, I, I get that. And then she gets into, you know, 2010, cash show. I'm getting so drunk. Haven't seen my boyfriend in a few months. Oh, don't know if it's the weed or if it's the skunk. Me and all my girls are fucking on one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So... The second song is kind of in the same vein, my own dance, of just going back to like more poppy.
0: I was going to say, this is like simple pop right here. It, it, this doesn't stand out really at all. Um, kind of forgettable, honestly. I uh, She got good vocal energy here, but other than that.
1: like Yeah, this was very forgettable. I did like the line, don't circumcise my circumstance. But other than that, this song is definitely
0: forgettable. Yeah, nice little wordplay there, but uh, whatever. Goes yeah. right into Raising Hell.
1: And this is back to, like, high-energy pop. This this is probably my favorite of the older-style Kesha songs on this album. Yeah, no, I
0: totally agree. Um, big energy pop. Good range. Like, she, her vocal range on this song is pretty fire. Um, mid-tempo, but the horns. Dude, she hits that the beat drop at the end of her verse. Or the end of the chorus, sorry. The horns are fire on this track.
1: Yeah, and... This is a good song. She does have this super cheesy, corny part of the song. She goes, "Oh dang, this that shit beat like this." Want to shake my and then instead of completing it, she goes, "Ooh," and then it goes, <laughs> "Oh dang, this that shit beat like this." Uh, uh, well, she just does the same thing and then she changes up. Oh dang, this that shit beat like this. Hater suck my ooh and it's just I don't know. It's just super corny. That is
0: pretty corny, but it's Kasha, You know, yeah. weirdo. Yeah, 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 no.
1: Yeah. Uh, next song is High Road title track this is
0: of of tracks that have ever been recorded this might be one of the most used song titles of all time (laughs) yeah that would be fun to get into but yeah holy shit if you just typed in high road on your favorite streaming platform you could probably find a good 30 40 like right off the top for sure um anyways high road kind of like slower again with the simple like pop feel um good range again though i don't know so
1: i like the chorus of the song is really good the rest of the song is trash like yeah the chorus, she's like i'm on the high road i'm high as fuck like it's a cool line she does a good job of singing it and then the verses are just eh.
0: yeah i don't know It just i like middle of the catalog i guess this is just another song it belongs on an album but it's so not stand out
1: this album is is odd in the f- fact that i really don't like a lot of the first half but the back half really picks it up well, usually it's the ver- it's the reverse of that. I think we've talked about this before, but yeah, that's
0: it, it's always strange when they leave the well, I guess leaving it is the wrong word, because like, I'm sure it's artists th- don't just like throw away the first half of the album. That's that's not. Oh, yeah. Every the ordering is intentional. The ordering is intentional. But I, I guess what I'm saying is like she likes these songs a lot and we're just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's it's strange. But I, I, I get what you're saying for sure. Um. But I don't have anything else on that song, so that brings me right into Shadow.
1: Which, the opening sounds a little bit like Taylor Swift, a bit. Yeah,
0: I got Taylor Swift, kind of like country gospel vibes a little bit. Um, Yeah. Gospel vibes, because she's got these, like, background singers that are helping her out a little bit here. Um, Slowish piano track. The the chorus, like, picks up the energy a little bit, and then back down, back up, you know, but...
1: eh, Yeah, and I mentioned it earlier, like... In this song, she says, and I love singing "fucking" all my songs because the only people who get time to get offended are the ones who've probably never gotten off. So, like, I mentioned earlier where she kind of doesn't care. And back in the day, it might have been a little bit more risky. But now she's kind of addressing it. But, yeah, this song is all right. And that brings us to Honey. Which is like a, a rap song. Yeah,
0: this is. It, it's got weird hip hop vibes to it. Again, kind of slow, but good energy here. The, like, kind of easy, like, simple guitar kind of threw out a little bit. Again, it, it's, it's a weird mismatch of, like, a lot of different things here, but. It, this one grew on me. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it's not bad. Um, another middle-of-the-pack song for me.
1: Yeah, at first I kind of didn't like it, but the couple times I listened to it after, I was like, okay, okay. She's got some good lines, or some funny lines. She goes, I'm writing this on a yacht in the French Riviera. Delete my number, bitch. Sayonara. <laughs> And then you can have my sloppy seconds if you really need. Find my picture under legends if you Google me, which is cool. That's fire. I mean, and then I don't talk shit unless it's true. You smell that? Damn, it must be you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a cool line. I like that a <laughs> lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just
1: it, I don't even know. It's just funny.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Um, the next track is back to the country stuff. Cowboys blues. Um It's just a simple country song, kind of slow, a little bit. It didn't really stand out to me. This is not her best work.
1: Yeah, this is one of those, like, oh, did I miss a chance on my true love from this one guy back in, you know, Nashville 10 years ago? Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't fuck with the song, but it is whatever.
1: Yeah, but the next song, Resentment, this has Brian Wilson, Sturgill Simpson, and then Rabel, who has some solo work, but he's he's just a songwriter. And he's going to come back on this album. Yeah, this is a a really cool song.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with that for sure. It's another country cracks or country track. Yeah, 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 no, kind of simple still, but a little bit better. And again, duo, love it.
1: Yeah, it's more of like a acoustic country kind of ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. reflecting on like someone a previous lover who'd kind of done her wrong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I know that you're better than. I know you better than you know yourself. That's a part of you that you won't help. And you say you can't do it. Just do it. Just do it for my sake. It's a shame knowing we could be good. You treat me better if you really wanted. You could treat me better if you really wanted to. And if you can't do it for my sake, then do it for our sake.
0: Yeah. No, that's a cool song for sure.
1: Yeah. Next song, A Little Bit of Love. It's got a cool chorus. Yeah. I like the chorus here. I like that she added a
0: lot of different sounds into the song. There's piano. There's horns. There's like it's not a drum beat. It's a clap beat. Um, this is a good energy, good tempo, like really fun track here.
1: Yeah. Next song, birthday suit. Nah, back to
0: weird, cheesy, weird, cheesy. You know, you know what the beat kind of sounds like? She's got like old school video game, like sounds like Like, retro, like retro, like, like almost like Galaga or Pac-Man sounds kind of throughout, which again, we've talked about. She's a weirdo. Uh, this just feels like a like an old like this feels like it was fun for her to record it's not for me probably not for you uh-huh. um it, it's a little catchy like the chorus is kind of catchy though <laughs> um but yeah i don't know it's it's whatever and it's weird this is this is another one of her like like sex songs we talked we talked before the episode about like <laughs> a lot of her songs fall into a few different categories this would be like just sex
1: yeah for sure same with the next one kinky I hate the song. The chorus is catchy. It's kind of like Barbie sounding almost.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting track. She like opens with a call and she's talking to her mom. She's like, Mom, I got the Spice Girls in the studio. You want to talk to the Spice Girls? And a couple of the Spice Girls come on and they're like, hey, what's up? I'm so And they just kick right into the song after like 45 seconds. This is an upbeat pop track,
1: uh, mid-tempo. It's not my favorite song. Same. The next song... It's called the Potato Song. In parentheses, cause I want to, cause C U Z. Weirdo, weirdo. The song sounds. The opening sounds like the Oompa Loompa soundtrack, where it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Jesus Christ, yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> let me play it, otherwise people are. Uh, Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Doop-a-de-doo. I mean, Willy Wonka's about <laughs> to bust through this song. Come on now.
0: <laughs> Where's the blueberry? Uh, oh, God, I haven't seen Charlie in the Chocolate Factory forever. Augustus Fatty Boy, I don't know what his name is. God, that, <laughs> Augustus that, Gloop. That'd be a fun song to get hammered, or a fun movie to get hammered and just watch again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, the- speaking of movies, I wanna I wanna talk about a take I had last week that I I will 100 percent defend. This was a bad take, but I'll defend it. Who the fuck has ever seen Citizen Kane?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one white striped song.
0: I haven't seen it. Nobody's seen it. Yeah. And so it's like, it's considered this classic in, like, cine, uh, cinematography. Shakespeare has a lot of, like, critically acclaimed books, too. But who the fuck is sitting down and cracking open King Lear? For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, w- I was joking. I was half joking that, like, Avengers Endgame would blow Citizen Kane out of the water. But, like, who really gives a fuck about Citizen Kane? <laughs> you could be a, some c- cinematography nerd all you want. Who c- fucking cares? Like... I could think of a million movies I'd rather watch instead of Citizen Kane. Have you seen it? I I will watch it. I was I did I wanted to watch it this week. I ran out of time. It's just a busy week at work. Busy week with everything. I will watch it this week and give you a quick report on Citizen Kane. Sounds good. But what the fuck, man? Like you get my like I again. I was joking about it last week, but like, come on. <laughs> Box office numbers, baby. Dark Knight, Citizen Kane. <laughs> dark knight's one of my all-time favorites oh you do like i thought all those superhero movies kind of sucked honestly
1: no i said the avengers sucked oh C- the christopher nolan dark knight trilogy fire. i love those movies i like the f- the
0: first one gets slept on a little bit it's, yeah it's batman begins still- is fire yeah
1: the dark knight is one of my like top 10 favorite movies and then the dark knight rises it's not it, great it's not well dude, the, the bar was set so high dude we're getting, we're getting sidetracked here but I do have to oh, say. Oh, really? Oh, that's a problem today? No. Yeah. But but so The Dark Knight Rises, if they would have killed off Batman at the end of the movie, yes. I, would, I think I would have liked it twice as much.
0: That that's that's one of my problems with the the Avengers, uh, the MCU is like it just feels like it there's so few movies where it ends and the villain like actually gets something out of it.
1: Well, and so the Dark Knight trilogy is so dark. And yeah. It's, it's it's just yeah. It's just he should have he sacrificed himself and it's like okay like he should have died at the end of this and i would think i would have liked the movie twice as much but and then they do the cutaway to alfred seeing uh christian bale you know with some girl and what's his nuts bane the
0: the actor that tom guy, hardy tom hardy is awesome awesome
1: yeah he does a great great bane i,
0: I love him in that movie and it's wild because he's so massive and he's massive in that movie oh yeah and i know they like pumped him up a little bit but like it's so weird when you see him on other things. Like I especially love his performance in Peaky Blinders. Um, but he is massive in that movie. It's fucking wild. And Bane's supposed to be a massive guy. But you would think they would they would get, like, uh, The Rock or Batista to do with Bane. And it's fucking Tom Hardy. And it, oh, Bane, his, his voice is fire.
1: He's yeah, so fun. Sure. he's He's one of my favorite actors. Back to Kesha. Yeah, let's let's uh let's go to the next one. Let's finish out this album here. So the next track is BFF, another track Rabel on the song. This is I thought this I like this one a little bit more than you. I thought this is more personal. It's just a song about your best friend. Whatever,
0: man. This just feels like bubblegum pop again, kind of synthy duo, uh, lower energy. I don't know, I it wasn't
1: for me. I like it, but the next one is super personal. Probably one of her most personal, if not the most personal song in her whole catalog. Father daughter dance. I mean, let me just read some of the lyrics Yeah, this is
0: heavy you. This is... Go ahead.
1: Oh, I wish my heart wasn't broken from the start. I never stood a fighting chance. In all my days, from my cradle to my grave, I'll never have a father-daughter dance.
0: Yeah, it's it's deep, because you talked about it earlier. She didn't really have a father figure. or She didn't have a father. Let's not say father figure, but she didn't have a father in her life. Um, And so this is her saying, like, damn, like, I'll just never have that.
1: And this is one of those ones where... I feel like for so many people around the world, if you heard this song and you were grew up in similar circumstances, very relatable, this would, this would probably be one of those ones that is a tearjerker for you.
0: Yeah. And it's not just about dads too. Like you're missing a parent, you're missing parents, you know, whatever you're missing people. It's just, it pulls on a lot of strings.
1: Yeah. And this, I mean, this one, I saved it just sometimes when an artist has a song that's so like personal and emotional to them, even if I can't necessarily relate to it, I'm like, I, you know On i a had a father level. growing up yeah, I, yeah. We we're in pretty good circumstances it's so so raw that i'm like i have to save this yeah, it's, it's such just, a good song it's
0: hard it's deep yeah so awesome awesome track there now that being said it's kind of like slow piano track um aside from the fact that it's just like really touching musically it's not crazy but it's not supposed to be it's a ballad right um, i don't know music's whatever but the the message here is crazy
1: yeah. So then to close out the album is Chasing Thunder, which is another good kind of country sounding song in my opinion. Yeah. It's it's just uh I don't know. It's a, it, it's a good track. It's another,
0: not Yeah, another one with her like throwing her voice around a little bit here. Um it's up tempo sup- acoustic.
1: Yeah, it's not super memorable, but it's it's a good track. Another one that just
0: belongs on an album. It's there middle of the catalog. I don't know. Yeah. Uh the bonus edition, one last track, Summer. Uh, low tempo but kind of like good energy choppy acoustic horns drum, like heavy heavy drums like thick heavy
1: drums um, upbeat I don't know it's fine whatever yeah so that closes out the album all righty so last album came out earlier in the year 2023 gag order which do you want to touch on the album cover real
0: quick it's interesting so this is a not so subtle response to the completion of her legal battle Uh, with that dr luke um she's got so the album cover is her it's just a like a a face like a face shot of her with a like smothered plastic bag over her face kind of a again not so subtle reference to her just like being silenced and that's that's kind of how she feels because like what i said earlier like part of the settlement with dr luke was that she can't really say too much about it um
1: Right, so I told you before we recorded this, I've got an M. Night Shyamalan twist for you. Oh, brother. Guess who helped produce some of the songs on this album? (laughs) It's a Shyamalan twist?
0: (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, no. 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 Fuck.
1: No. I hate hate that guy. You know who it is. Rick Rubin. Yup. Fuck. (laughs) I read that and I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. No. God,
0: he's. I don't know. He's he's not. He, I'm I'm being exaggerated. If fully. this podcast
1: ever blows up, it would be hilarious if we had like a rivalry with like Rick, Rick Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those guys! Those are the guys that hate Rick Rubin.
0: <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, and some of the stuff he did earlier, like that, I know of. I really like, but like. <sighs> Like the stuff that we've covered on this podcast that he's touched has just been terrible. Yeah, I'll, I'll, no, I'll Yeah, be nice. so and this album has a dark, sad tone. Focuses on the vocals and lyrics more, but it's just uh, it it's kind of like you you mentioned it before we started recording. A lot of the songs are very homogenous, and it's just there's not a lot of replay value. Uh, oh fuck. Uh yeah, it's um
0: this whole. Uh, this whole album is very low, very slow. Uh, aside from maybe one or two tracks here, um, there's really not a lot going on musically. And I was saying it's going to be hard for me to really comment a ton just because it is so homogenous. So
1: in the interest of time, because I think... Yeah, maybe maybe we just kind of skip around here. I was going to say, there's a couple songs I want to talk about, and then we've warned you the rest isn't worthy really In it. Our opinion is not really worth listening to.
0: Yeah, I'd skip most of. This.
1: So I do want to talk about Eat the Acid, which is the second track on the album. It's kind of this like trippy, cool, like sci-fi sounding song. Yeah, I told you before this. It sounds like it'd be like you'd hear like the the music part like in like Dune or like a like a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I'm down with that for sure. And some of the lyrics from the song: "You said don't ever eat the acid if you don't want to be changed. Like it changed me." You said all the edges got so jagged, and now everything you saw that can't be unseen. Last night I saw it all. Last night I talked to God.
0: Yeah, it, it's powerful, but at the same time, it just—it's so low and slow. I just—it didn't hit me the, the same so way. This
1: is one of the few songs I saved, and Kesha's mom actually warned her. The reason for the song is she warned her not to take acid when she was younger. Yeah, because of her own experiences with gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's kind of cool in that sense and uh yeah and part of the song she says i'm the one that i've been fighting the whole time mm. it's kind of one of those like if you were to take like a, a hallucinogen or hallucinogenic if you're mad mason you know you might have that thought where you're like oh i've been fighting myself like whereas before i thought you know i was fighting external forces
0: yeah, yeah i feel that no it's 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 powerful for sure
1: yeah um
0: one i wanted to touch on only love can save us now again it's still kind of low and slow not it's not it's probably the most tempo, upbeat track on this album honestly yeah um, for sure her her vocal like twisting is really cool here she does a lot of Wrrow! type deal on this song um good work here again like the guitar is a little bit faster. Uh, she's still got that like acoustic track background, but it's like a little bit quicker. Uh, still got like a pop beat to it. It's it's probably it's my favorite track on the album
1: for sure. Okay. One of the other ones that I did like was Fine Line. She's kind of like a, not really a whisper, but she's very quietly like kind of singing. Uh, and this is one of the ones that I think is alludes to her, you know, ongoing legal battles with her former producer, which we kind of talked about already, but. Some of the lyrics, I think, are, are pretty cool where she's like, you know, there's a fine line between genius and crazy. There's a fine line between broken and breaking. Spent my whole life trying to change what they're saying about me. Sick of walking that fine line. Fine line between selling out and being bought. Fine line between famous and being forgot. It's time I'm coming down off the cross. I'm so sick of walking that fine line. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's
0: I mean, it's whatever to me. But she got a couple of interludes on this album. Yeah. The first one, the Ram Das interlude, is powerful. It, it's just a spoken word track, um, but she's saying, you know, it, it's not actually her. It's like a dude talking, um, but he's kind of saying like, "Oh, like you don't think I'm that good? You don't? Th- you think my music's kind of shit? You think I'm just whatever? Like, fuck you! Like, what? Do yeah. you, what do you do? Uh, you're just gonna stick in the same old, same old? Like, fuck off! Kind of powerful." the second one only love or prize I think it is yep um, it's a quick one but so I'll just read I'll just read more word here this is reality can you feel it I'm one with what I am everything in color everything you have to see the air you can't believe it I wish I could talk in Technicolor just another little like she this is this is her talk kind of talking about how much she can't talk she wishes she could, like, just be free, speak her mind. And this is her saying, hey, listen, I, I can only speak in black and white. I can't speak in color.
1: Right. Kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you there. The last one that I want to talk about was the last song on the album, Happy, which is kind of just reflecting on her career and uh, current mental state. She she really just wants to be happy, which I think is, it resonates with a lot of people. Resonate yeah. with me, at least. Yeah. where She says, if you asked me then where I wanted to be, it looks something like this living out my wildest of dreams. But life sometimes ain't always what it seems. If you ask me now, all I've wanted to be is happy. No, so, I hear
0: that. I'm good with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lyrically cool, musically it's all right, but just personal her and it's cool. Check out a few tracks on this album, but
0: I don't know, it's not it's it's probably her worst work, honestly.
1: Yeah. So, let's do you want to do album rankings? Let's Do albums, and then
0: we'll do our. So today we're gonna do something a little bit different, Joey.
1: Yeah. So I kind of had the idea, uh, based kind of off a part of my take a little bit where they do like their Mount Rushmore, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they draft picks. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to do a draft of like the top ten songs for each of us. It'd be, so it'd be different. Let's check it out. Yeah. This this is, <laughs>
0: we we usually I feel like you and I usually have pretty similar lists, give or take. Um, not often, there's been a couple, but not often where we're too like, diametrically opposed. This will put us straight at odds, and this is fantastic for the back and forth. Let's give it a we go. already
1: introduced it. Let's do it now. We'll do the album rankings after. Fine, fuck it.
0: I think we should do Snake.
1: All right, I, I agree.
0: So one, two, two, one. Yeah. One, two, two, so
1: one. So let's flip a coin to see who gets TikTok.
0: I got a, you can just ask. You can just ask Siri to flip a coin. All right, we'll I'm gonna t- I'm gonna point the phone at you, but I'm gonna tell Siri to flip a coin. Okay, okay. What, do you, what do you want? Tails. Tails. Siri, flip a coin. All right, you got first pick. Ah, <laughs> it's heads. <laughs> heads never fails. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, your pick? Yes, it is my pick. I'll just take TikTok right off the top. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. No explanation either there. We already talked about that song for a good five minutes. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I got the next two picks here. I'm going to go with Die Young as my number one. Okay. Love that song, you know, about just living life for the moment, uh, like some of our other songs. And yeah, it's just a great song. And then I'm going to change it up a little bit. And I'll take Praying for my second song.
0: You gave me you gave me what I wanted. I thought you were going to take it. Give me blow and we are who we are.
1: Okay. That's that's fair. Both uh, you know, party party songs. I respect it. So, for my number 3 and number 4, I'm going to go with blah blah blah. Oh, okay. And take it off. Nah, no. <laughs> God damn it. Both you know, great party songs off of uh Animal Take It Off is Either of those songs, you put them on the aux. Everyone's having a good time,
0: man. You really love 303, don't you?
1: I Big actually do. 30- I do like 303.
0: No, no. <laughs> I'm going to make us do them at some point in the podcast. I knew you were a 303 guy. I just had that feeling. All right. Um, wow. I've got some fucking hits still here. Give me. Your love is my drug. Give me your love is my drug. And take it off. I already took Take It Off. Okay. I won't take Take It Off. I will take. I will take Oh, I can't take the Strut song. Not at all. That's too easy. Um Gimme Woman.
1: Ah, okay. Yep, I was gonna take one of those. Uh okay, so for my next two, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Thinking of You, which is more of like a pop song and i'm going to take warrior.
0: Oh, warrior. That's that's a good one. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Okay. All right, all right. I I am going to get some bangers on the back back half here, i think. <laughs> but i think what am i at? 5 now. So this is my 6 pick. Yeah. I think this is good value at the 6 pick. Backstabber. Uh, yep. I had it on the list. It's good it's good value here. Um other than that, uh, this is a tough one. Like, oh, let's let's get into the country. Let's let's d- fucking do it. Where is it? It is. We will do. Uh, where is it? We will do. Where the fuck did it go? God damn it! I'm gonna call
1: shot clock in you.
0: Yeah, shot clock. I'll do. Ah, Wonderland.
1: Yep, I had it on the list. Uh okay, so for my next two, I'm gonna go with finding you and for the more personal side of it, i'm gonna go father daughter dance oh ha, ha. that's a your
0: year real something for that that's a good one that's a good one
1: yeah it's it's personal it's uh it's in terms of like a good song like something that's personal to the artist and it, it's a good mix in between the bangers I already have no
0: I hear you I hear you. All right, give me sleazy. Give me sleazy. I'll take it. Um, and then, and then, God. We're kind of getting into this weird spot where she's got a lot of good ones and not a lot of great ones. Um, <laughs> where are my notes here? We will take from High Road. We'll go to hmm,
1: – uh, raising hell raising hell i'll take raising hell yep that was uh one of the ones i was gonna take so i got two picks left um i'm gonna go crazy kids and eat the acid eat
0: the acid interesting pick
1: I, I like the song yeah no top 10 interesting i just i don't know yeah
0: i'm trying to get a variety here yeah yeah whatever i mean you're losing anyways so a lot of them but with my 10th pick uh, my my favorite deep track. I'm very glad it got here. Let them talk, featuring Eagle, Eagles of Death Metal.
1: Okay, yeah, that was on the. I was on my uh, list of next up. Yeah, no, I, yeah. very fun. Yeah, solid. We'll see, see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see. Let us know in the comments. Yeah,
0: everybody, how bad this bald, ugly, dumb. <laughs> 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 Fuck it.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Album rankings, you want to go first or second? Uh, go ahead. Okay, so from worst to first, I'm going to go worst is Gag Order. I think we're probably in alignment there. Yeah. Then Cannibal. And then this was a toss up. I could see people going either way on this. But then I had High Road, then Animal, then Rainbow. And then my favorite album is Warrior. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I don't hate that, honestly. I'm going to be different, but I don't hate it. I'm still, so I'm going to put Gag Order at the bottom as well. And I think I'm gonna put cannibal at the bot or at the second so fifth. Yeah. As well. That makes sense. Uh I oh, this is a tough one though, man. God. I'm gonna go ahead and put Rainbow at four. Rainbow at four. Animal at three. High road at two no high road at one and rainbow at two, or I already put rainbow at Warrior. Warrior at t- two, yeah. Warrior at two, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess what was your number one, Rainbow? Yes. Okay, yeah, I could see how that would be your number one. There's a lot of really good songs on there, and just the fact that she mixed up. I don't know, it's s- High Road, but whatever. Oh, High Road? Same thing. Yeah, same thing, even though the fact that she changed up her sound, and yeah. there's still a lot of good songs on there. so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate
0: it. No, good. honestly, good list today, both of us. I think we did a, a spectacular <laughs> job on both of these lists. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, What else here? I mean... Do you have a I don't have a concert setlist because like up. it's weird cuz pop artists don't do concert set lists in the in the same order as like the other artists we've done so far and
1: I don't have one you want to just skip it.
0: Yeah, we just skip it today. I don't know.
1: Okay. So, next week we got Grab Bag.
0: Grab Bag and
1: then Zeppelin 1 Zeppelin through 4.
0: 1 through 4.
1: Oh yeah. So, we'll do Zeppelin 1
0: through 4 on the first episode. The second episode will be the remaining 5 albums from Zeppelin. Um and then after that, it's up to you if you want to talk now, talk later, whatever.
1: Okay. Uh let's do Mac Miller. Yo. Okay.
0: I. God, he. I have such an interesting like, not relationship, but like, he's got such a a great variety of music. Hell yeah. That that'll be super super fun. He he starts out as like a f- frat. He, he's he's frat rap at this. At the yeah, start.
1: I mean, he started off when he was like in high school, right. So.
0: Just goofy, kind of like fun, easy songs and transitions so masterfully throughout his out al- or throughout his it, catalog. He's
1: got for sure one of the greatest like arcs as just evolving as a musician, and uh, he never. Oh, let's put it this way: he never stopped learning, like yeah. new instruments, styles, sounds, everything.
0: You know, it's it's funny. There there's a podcast I listen to where they <laughs> they have this like joke about uh, every time they talk about an old person, they die. We we have this this running theme of artists who are already dead at like way too young and Zeppelin Zeppelin and Mac Miller and Nirvana and Nirvana. Like we could we could talk and talk. And Chester talk.
1: Bennington, Lincoln Park too. Foo
0: Fighters. Yeah, yeah we could go on and on and on. But for sure. Mac Miller. Awesome. Very excited.
1: And we might break that one into two parts. I think he's because they released like two or three albums since he died. But we'll, we'll figure it out. So that's the next few weeks. Uh, that, yeah. That's the next four weeks. So hang in there. Stay tuned.
0: Thanks for listening today. Uh, you got anything else?
1: No, I'll catch you on cool. the next one.
0: Follow us on socials. Thank you.